0: Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Slayless Show. This is, I can't even remember which podcast this is. Um, I want to say this is 11, but I might be wrong. I've lost count because I've recorded quite a few podcasts this season. But today I want to talk about child support. Um, <laughs> recently, not even recently, but this conversation continues to come up. I see it all the time on social media, especially like on the Shade Room um in different forums and the people that are usually for child support are women and the people that are typically against it that I've seen are men. And um I want to dive into that a little bit today and just kind of talk about child support, why it exists, why I feel like um you know there's this weird stigma against the mother who usually is the custodial parent, who usually does the brunt of raising the children, requesting money from the other parent to help with the financial burden of, you know, the cost of raising children because children are not cheap, and just kind of dive into that. So first things first, um, this is just like not debatable, but in most cases, courts typically favor women, so women typically get custodial privileges over their children, Um, I have seen, and I remember when I first put the father of my child on, on child support and he wasn't paying, I was really frustrated. And so I was on social media and this guy hopped in the comments and was like, well, if you can't afford to take care of the child that you just need to give the baby to him. And I was like, but my guy, he can't even take care of the child without me. Like he literally, if I'm, you know, if I'm struggling, he's definitely going to struggle making ends meet because he does not have half the resources I have. But um, it was interesting to see that because after that was said to me on that, this was like three or four years ago, after this was said to me on that post, I started to see more and more comments like that about various different situations anytime child support came up. And I said to myself, you know, this is some weird way to attack women and to attack mothers by saying, well, if you need child support in the first place, you can't afford to take care of your child anyways, and you don't actually need to have custody of the child. Not true. Not true. Um, and let's talk about why that's not true. That's really and truly a bunch of bullshit. But let's talk about why it's bullshit. First and foremost, um, uh, when you have a child with someone, you in the worst in the you know, in, in the worst of times, the best of times, are not the only person that's responsible for that child. That child has responsibilities from both of you as parents you both have emotional, physical, and financial obligations to this child. Um, Regardless of who the custodial parent is, you still have an obligation to do what you're supposed to do for your child. Not to mention the fact that when you are not financially contributing to your child's life, it does cause unneeded stress on the other parent, the custodial parent, the parent that the child lives with primarily because you are literally taking money out of your child's mouth. Um, taking resources away from them, taking money away from them that is supposed to be used for their well-being, that's supposed to be used to maintain their quality of life, that's supposed to be used to take care of whatever necessities, wants, needs that may arise for this child. Children have all sorts of needs, you know. If your child gets sick and you have to take them to the doctor, that's a copay you have to pay. You have to buy the medicine for you know whatever they may have. You have to go to the pharmacy. You have to pay another copay to get their, med- their medication, um you know I'm in the city so most kids that go to school here you need uniforms you have to pay fees for like different stuff that their schools that their daycares their preschools all sorts of stuff not to just mention like the everyday like finances that just inevitably arise from existing on this planet as a person but also having children um it is difficult to foresee all the financial pitfalls that come with kids but they're definitely there these are things that you cannot plan for they're things that you just sometimes don't see and these are some of the things that finding not financial aid look, look at me you can tell I've been in school for a long time uh that child support are supposed to cover um when we're talking about child support and when we're talking about the financial obligation that both parents have to their child um You know, you paying child support has very little to do with whoever your baby mama is or whoever you had a kid with. It has everything to do with your child. And the fact that you do not pay child support or are against child support, feel like you don't have to pay, and I'm not talking to anybody in particular, it is a reflection on how you feel about your obligations to your child and how you feel ultimately about the responsibility that the other parent is supposed to take on for the child. Um, I am personally very against and very tired and very just overseen fathers in particular being praised for doing the bare minimum for trying mothers don't ever get to try we don't ever get to try we don't ever get to have a break we don't ever get to in any way you know if, if we have a break it's because a lot of us who are single moms if we get a break it's because we were able to carve that time out like I have a I have like two or three babysitters on call that I rotate out um when I need to get stuff done not to mention I have my sister um and my cousins but pretty much you know that that's that that is my support system that is my village um but when you refuse to pay child support it affects the child's life in ways that you don't even see because it creates more stress in an already stressful position already stressful situation um and my belief is that a lot of the time that when men refuse to pay child support is because they simply just don't care like you don't care um I also want to say in regard to child support there seems to also be this this very common misconception floating around social media social media is really social media is actually hell um it really is uh, <laughs> I don't know if you're, how many of y'all are familiar with Clubhouse, but social media is literal hell. The things that people say, I'm like, y'all are really lost in the sauce and y'all do not want to be saved. Y'all don't want to be rescued. Y'all don't want to be redeemed. Y'all don't want to be educated. The shit is really wild to me. But uh, back to what I was saying, there's been this common misconception floating around social media that, you know, and you see this in really high profile cases, like with Future and Eliza Rain and... Other women who are going through divorce proceedings with their husbands um, and, you know, the husband not wanting to pay child support or alimony, whatever the case is. Um, And alimony and child support are two very different things. Spousal support, very different. I want to stick just to child support. So back to what I was saying. I keep seeing this this dialogue, this rhetoric floating around. These women, they just want child support. They're in it for the money. They're spending it on stuff that they shouldn't be spending it on. They're spending it on stuff they shouldn't be spending it on, first and foremost depending on what state you're in, child support is determined in a variety of different ways, okay? Um, if you're in some place like Florida or California where they have the stipulation that if you're, you know, if you had a child with somebody very rich, no matter what you personally think, no matter what the father personally thinks, whatever dollar amount can sustain the child for a month, on a month-to-month basis or on a yearly basis, the fact of the matter is if you're super fucking rich, Your child, the courts in some states like Florida and California are going to look at that and be like, well, you don't get to pay, you know, the mother of your child or children X amount of dollars and you're living in a fucking, you know, 17,000 square foot mansion, but you only want to give the mother of your children, you know, a $1,000 every month. No, that's not how that works. The judges are going to look at you. you. First off, you look stupid. You look selfish because essentially... You don't want to provide the same amount of, like, the level of, of of the quality of life that you essentially have. You don't really want your kids to have, I guess because they're with their parents. I've also seen this in the flip side where men will be like, well, she can't afford to do that. And the kids just need to go live with the parent that has all the money. Um That also is a form of, like, abuse. Because essentially what you're saying is that because... The person that they had a child with is not rich they basically don't deserve to have their child they, they, they don't deserve to have any support when it comes to raising their child and mind you these amounts these dollar amounts that these judges are coming up with they assess people's financial records they assess all of their money they assess all of their liquid assets they assess all the investments they have they assess all of the you know the money they have in various accounts they assess their yearly income they rece- you know assess their passive and residual income like these numbers that judges are coming out of They're not coming up with these numbers out of thin air. They do a whole legal process. Most of these cases, especially when there's that much money involved, these cases take months and months and months to decide because they're pouring over all these different financial documents and records. So when they finally come up with a dollar amount, this is not something they came up with out of their ass. Like, this is something that they actually determined. In other places, like Texas, um, usually child support is based on like income it's based on how much the father makes how much he can actually contribute to the child's life so on and so forth which let me tell you is usually not a whole lot um it kills me i know somebody child this is this is a true story i cannot make this shit up i know somebody who receives like 200 in child support every month for their child um that is fucking ridiculous and then on top of this this person that receives $200 in child support every month the father of her child has the nerve to accuse her of mismanaging $200 let that sink in he's accusing her of mismanaging $200 what the fuck can you do with $200 is my question especially I know um how much the financial cost of raising a child is especially in Dallas which is where i live. Um $200 is not that's like in some places that's not even a week of daycare. That that's not even half of what it costs to like ensure cuz what what child support in Texas is supposed to do, it is supposed to cover some of their educational expenses and it's supposed to cover some of their medical expenses. So whoever the custodial parent is, is supposed to maintain medical insurance for the child um, through their employer, or if they can't afford to do it through their employer, you have things like CHIP, you have other things that you can do through the state level, like through the federal government to maintain all these different things, as well as getting like child care assistance if you don't make enough money. If you're living in a city, the chances of you qualifying for those things, just for the, if if you work The chances of you being able to qualify for those things are super, super low, especially if you only have one child. They're going to be like, well, you know, go get you some extra money, get a second job, whatever the case is. Or because you live in the city, typically jobs pay higher, which are going to push you out of that range to qualify for any of that government assistance in the first place. Back to this $200 shit. What the fuck is my sis going to do with $200? She can't do shit for her kid. That doesn't cover a week of daycare um, if it doesn't even cover a week of daycare, it definitely doesn't cover any of the medical insurance costs, how the fuck do you, like, how broke are you, that's what I be wanting to know, like, how broke is your ass that you think I can mismanage anywhere between 200 to 400 dollars a month, I be wanting to know, because I'm like, what kind of, like, what, what, what the, (laughs) it's like, it's pathetic, it's laughable, and, you know, it's, it's because, I feel like some of these men are comfortable saying shit like that, like, you pay, $150, $80 $150, $80 a month in child support. Even me, like my child support, which I don't receive, um, even though I have the father of my child on child support, I don't receive, is not enough to really do shit for my kid, really. It helps, it puts a dent, it puts like a very small dent in places here and there, but that doesn't put a dent, a dent in the level of cost that it costs to actually take care of my kid. So what always trips me up is when I see men say these things like, oh, she's missing me, she's using, she's blowing my money on, on, on drinks and she's buying bags. first and foremost, nigga, what bag can you fucking buy with $200 or $400 or $500? What bag can you buy with that shit? I really want to know. I really want to know how far, because it really shows, it shows the brokenness. Cause it's like, how, how far do you really think this little, little bitty ass amount of money is actually going to spread on a monthly basis? like really, because it it just shows like how financially ignorant some people are and how their concept of like what the real cost of like living and existing in a city actually is. So I'm like, y'all are really fucking out here. And then can't even consistently pay that little bitty ass amount. That shit is crazy to me. It's just super, super wild. Um, but there seems to be this conversation continually happening. Child support. Nah. And then, you know, and then black people, Lord, fix it, Jesus. I, I hear this conversation a lot with, uh, in, within the black community as far as like, don't put him on child support because you're going to involve the courts in his life. And I'm like, you know, at some point you have to hold people accountable for the shit that they do. Um, you should absolutely be financial. There should be some financial burden on both parents for their child, period. This is not debatable. There should be financial burden for your kid. Um, because children cost, everything they do costs money, everything they do. I do not believe that you can fully be a good parent unless you are contributing financially to the financial well-being of your kid. You're not. I just, it's not, you know, it's just not debatable to me, especially when you look statistically at how much mothers traditionally and culturally have to do for their kids. You, are, you cannot be a good parent if you refuse to financially contribute to your child's life. Um, I want to move into this space now one of the reasons why I put my child's parent other parent on child support is because I needed there to be legal documentation of like what was going on um, I encourage anybody everybody if you have a child and you are no longer in a relationship with the other parent uh, y'all aren't, aren't together you need to put that other parent on child support um, unless you know and of course I'm not if you have a special relationship or you really feel deep down in your heart that you can trust this person I'm rooting for y'all really and truly but I'm always about my paper I'm always about my money I'm always about my business and when I say my money not my money but the money that has to go towards my child because the money that I have always gotten for child support when I was actually getting it it's not my money it goes towards my kid it compensates my child for like stuff that she has to do stuff that I have to provide for her First off, $400, what I was getting, like I said, I have big girl bills. I got big girl bank over here. This is, that's really not shit to me, but it is also the principle of the matter, right? Um, I think if you have a child with someone, y'all aren't together in a relationship, you need to put them for legal, you, you need to put legal protections in place for yourself. The same way when people get divorced, the same way that rich people have prenups, the same way that there's legal documentation and legal everything for literally everything, You need to have that in place because you need to have, you need to hold the other parent accountable, but there also needs to be a clear cut line in how you are doing things. Of course, if you do have a good relationship with the other parent and you happen to know they fall on hard times, you can always take them back to court and ask that they reduce the amount temporarily. Like that's the other thing. People act like this shit cannot be adjusted at any given point in time based off of like life circumstances. It absolutely can. It absolutely can. Um, But I do believe single mothers need to put that legal protection in place for themselves because a lot of the time you are dealing with people that are going to falter. There is this idea for single fathers, for fathers um, that as long as they're trying, they're a good father. Um, I want to debunk that myth. That is bullshit. Trying. A try don't mean shit. It really doesn't. Results mean everything. Um, Actual efforts effort that actually produces tangible results like you actually doing something meaningful in your child's life um including financially contributing to your child's life is absolutely fundamentally important uh I don't give anybody especially when it comes to parenting when when it comes to parenting and we're talking about these various different like you know contributions that mothers make versus what fathers make I don't give a fuck about a father who's trying The shit does not impress me and it shouldn't impress anybody to be honest it shouldn't impress anybody because nobody's impressed when a mother, you know, oh my God, like my mom made it happen. Like nobody's impressed. when Nobody's really impressed when moms do this. It's expected of them. It's expected that moms make sacrifices and do all this extra stuff to make sure. And we do it. We do that shit and make it look easy. And it's not easy. That's I think that's the problem. We make it look so easy. And I love that. And women are so powerful. We make this shit. Mothers are so powerful, especially single mothers. We make this shit look so easy to everybody else. And it's not easy. It is not easy. You sacrifice a lot. Um, And for me, at least, it has been worth it. I know plenty of people who would argue against that, and that's absolutely their right to say so. Um, I have enjoyed raising my daughter alone because it has produced so much more peace in my life that no amount of money could really probably ever give me, and I'll gladly sacrifice that shit if it means me and my daughter get to live healthy, peaceful lives. But I want to say... if you are in that situation, you still need to put, even if you're not receiving child support, because eventually these are, this is legal documentation. It's all legal documentation. It's all stuff that, um, it's still, it's, you know, it's a binding contract with the government, with you, with the other parent about their level of accountability, about their responsibilities. You absolutely need to do that. You absolutely need to have that protection in place for your child and for yourself. Absolutely need to do that. Because, um, in many cases, like, what I'm hoping happens is that I get a huge lump sum one day and I can use that to pay for my daughter to go to school. I know a lot of women. I know women to this day whose children are 18 and, like, you know, they're still receiving child support. And there's an the argument, well, is she giving the money to the child or is she using it for it? Well, here's the thing. When you're receiving back child support, you are essentially receiving money that you had to front for the other parent. So I never criticize moms who like have to use some of that money for bills, whatever the case is, because once again, you are in many cases, if you're receiving back child support, and this is before the child turns 18. um, If you're receiving back child support, in my opinion, you are literally receiving back pay. You are receiving money. You're basically being recompensated for money that you had to spend. Shit is crazy. Um, But I don't think, you know, I don't think we should criticize anybody for essentially doing what they had to do. And what they have to do. Um, Because a lot of the time when girls are receiving, like when the girls are receiving this back child support, you're literally fronting money that like you had, you're literally getting money back that you had to front for every single thing for your kid. Over the course of like years, sometimes years, um, I know some women who have received like huge, huge ass lump sums of child support, and they put it in a trust fund for their kid, or they did this for their kid, or they, you know, they gave this much to their kid and they took some for themselves. And I don't, I don't, I don't judge nobody. I don't blame nobody, because I understand how hard I understand the way money works, and I understand how hard it is to sometimes make ends meet. And I also understand how hard it is to like have to essentially be the only support for your kid and be the only person actually doing anything worthwhile and meaningful. Um, Y'all are gonna get enough of this dialogue of like calling women leeches for literally asking the other parents to do what the fuck they're supposed to do, which is contribute to the child's life. Y'all are really really wild for even suggesting anything like that. Um, and then most of the people who are saying this stuff, you're broke anyways, and you like you would never touch that kind of money a single day in your life. But you get on the internet and these little forums and shit in the comment section and say all kinds of wild, derogatory, violent shit. And you know these celebrities may not see this shit. But your homegirl who hasn't received child support in two years and is struggling to take care of her child and her children. She sees the way that you feel about people who get child support. She sees it. So is she, is she a bum ass bitch who's extorting her baby daddy for money too? Or is she just a mom who needs extra support and the other parent who should biologically, financially, emotionally, and mentally, physically be, for, be providing half of that support refuses to be an actual parent and refuses to do what the fuck they're supposed to do? Which one is it? Because I'm confused. I will also say this, um, for me personally, uh, like I said, child support, it has legal significance. Um, I don't actually give a fuck if I get child support ever again, but he will stay on child support until my child turns 18. Absolutely. Because that's money that's owed to her. And one thing about me, one thing about me, I always get what I'm owed. I'm gonna make sure my daughter gets what she's owed. Some shape or form, that's the way it's gonna be, period. Because as a parent, it is painful to sit there and watch another parent, the other parent, not give a fuck essentially, or put limits on how much they actually wanna do or how much they actually wanna care. I am 10 toes down behind my daughter, period, at all times. And I'm gonna make sure she has the life that she deserves. I'm going to make sure she's in the environment she deserves around the kind of people she needs to be around and that she is nurtured into the type of woman, young woman that she should be and that she can be. And you know, the thing is, is like when it comes to child support, like I said, most people, 90% of people who are getting child support, they're not getting these exorbitant amounts of money. Like stop the cap. Like that shit is really stupid. Most people who are taking their baby daddies to court, First off, they're not even in the tax, neither one of them are in the tax bracket to even request that kind of money. So like, chill out with that shit. In Texas, especially, like there is no, that like this, like I, oh my God, child, baby. I used to, I was talking to this guy and he was like, I just cut him off because he was, he got mad because his baby mom put him on child support. And so I explained to him why she did that. And I explained to him like why he needs to pay it he just could not get that through his head. And that's when I just knew. I said, this is not going to work out between me and you. I said, because you feel some kind of way about your legal obligation to do what you're supposed to do for your child. Well, I'm going to, you know, I'm a present parent. Why do I got to be on child support? Being a present parent don't really mean shit. That shit is like symbolic at best. I hate when people say that shit. I don't give a fuck about symbolic parenting. I don't give a fuck about feel good parenting. I'm a, I'm in the trenches, okay? I'm one of the parents that's really in the trenches, really doing the tough work of raising my child the fuck alone. I don't care about symbolic parenting. I do not give a fuck about that shit because I promise you, symbolic parenting, you're not the parent that has to take off of work when your child is sick. You're not the parent that has to take your kid to the doctor. You're not the parent who has to come off of, you know, crazy amounts of money at the drop of a dime for certain shit that your kid needs just because like they're a, a child going... In you know, in school, going through the daily motions of life, and things cost shit cost. you never know what you're gonna have to buy for your kids, but it's stuff all the time that you have to spend money on. I hate that I do not give a fuck about symbolic parenting. I don't give a fuck about that uh, you keeping the child away from the father at the end. I don't give a fuck about that shit either because the truth be told, as a parent, you should be consistent you should always be consistent and I will always always feel this way about protecting my child or anybody protecting their children against an inconsistent ass person who only wants to be a father or be a parent when they want to be a parent I don't have time for that shit because I'm a parent regardless I wake up a parent I spend my day as a parent I go to sleep a parent when my child is looking, when I roll over at 6 o'clock in the morning on Saturday, and my daughter is staring at me, asking me if she can watch Encanto. I'm a parent. Always a parent. Always. You know, women do so much. They miss out on so much of, like, they're ostracized. You know, mothers, especially single mothers, you have no idea, like, the dynamics of what it actually takes to, like, do this. You have no idea and i've I've had so much fun this season spending my time talking about this and really educating people on like the dynamics of single motherhood. I'm like you know researching and writing about this at the doctoral level i I can't wait to really write about my findings and continue exploring this topic and exploring like what our society and our culture needs to really do to support single moms, but you know I'm gonna wrap things up for the most part, and I'm gonna just continue to say. Sis, put that put his ass on child support. No, put him on child support. Don't even play no games. Put him on child support and go forward in life in peace, knowing that whether he pays that shit or not, that's not your responsibility to play bill collector. I remember my homegirl. I remember the first time, around the time that I, he uh, my child's father just like wasn't helping. He just you know, and I this is like when my before my daughter was one and um my homegirl who has a teenage daughter and has raised her alone, she said that because I was on social media going the fuck in. And she said, you know, Celeste, she's like, I'm going to tell you what somebody told me. She's like, life is too fucking short to be playing bill collector for some nigga. She said, yes, he should pay. Will he? Probably not. And she was so right. And it gave me so much peace. It has been something that has stuck with me throughout the duration of me raising my daughter alone but life is too short to be playing bill collector for some nigga begging the other parents not even bill collector begging them to do right begging them to co-parent in a respectful way begging them to get on a schedule begging them to you know pay their child support to like actually be a parent to take their child more than you know one day two days out of the month and actually you know be a real parent begging them to you know communicate with you and provide for their kid the way that they're supposed to life is too short for that shit it really is. Take niggas to court, get full custody, put them on child support. If they pay it, they pay it. If they don't, it's not your problem no more. I promise you. When you get behind on child support, the law will come find your ass. It really will. They will go find them. All that other shit, passports, licensure for jobs, back child support. It's not your problem no more. It's not your problem. I mean, it's it's not your problem anymore. Put him on child support and go live your life in pieces, I promise you. Because the thing is, is, like, 10 years ago, uh, not 10 years ago, what am I saying? (laughs) Child support has consistently changed um, over the course of, like, the past 30 or 40 years. Um, Texas, for the most part, like I said, they do income-based child support. But I also want to say this. is like, you taking the step to put someone, to hold them legally, financially accountable for your child And then after that, just letting the chips fall where they may land um, is a huge step for you. And I feel like it. I honestly feel like it'll do so so much for your mental and emotional well-being. Um, I'm a huge advocate of single moms going to get a bag however you can and making your extra money Um, because that's something that I especially before I was making like what I'm making now. I had to be very creative and resourceful about how I was able to get my money up. And I was able to do it in ways that was beneficial to me and beneficial to my child. Um, And, you know, this is also pre-COVID. Post-COVID, there are lots of work-from-home opportunities, lots of different things that you can do to get you some extra money should you need it. Um, Also, I also advocate, and I will continue to advocate, and this is literally one of the things that I'm researching. I spent four years in a sociology PhD program researching this, but we have to pay people more across the board. I'm a teacher, so I'm definitely, definitely yelling this at the top of the mountain for teachers, but for everybody, like they have to start paying people like wage disparities, income disparities, the price of rent. You have to pay people more. Otherwise, you are setting up what will eventually become a permanent underclass. And that's what this country is going to do. This politicians are going to do if we do not keep pressing them to do things like get get rid of student debt, cancel student debt. Increase people's wages. Increase minimum wage. Put a fucking cap on rent so people can actually afford to live in decent places without having to pay $2,000 for a fucking one-bedroom apartment. Like, stop the cap, for real. And then, last but not least, put that nigga on child support, sis. Put his ass on child support. Put that man on child support. Try not to say the N-word in my podcast anymore, not because I don't agree with the N-word, but mostly because my audience is expanding. Whatever. I am who I am. Authentic always. But I do want to say put him on child support, move on in peace. Um, And as a testimony for me, I could do everything I need to do for my daughter alone now. And that gives me a sense of peace because I was never able to count on her father. I was never able to count on the other parent. He has been inconsistent from the very fucking start. I don't know why I gave him so many chances uh, to do what he was supposed to do, but he hasn't. And I don't think he ever will. And I'm tired of trying and I'm not going to try no more. Um, But I also want to say in regard to like, just how the legal and financial accountability it will give you a lot of peace and like i said do that and then go live your life go get your money up three years ago four years ago three three and a half years ago yeah three and a half years ago Mm -hmm. three years ago life looked a lot different um the amount of money that i make now (laughs) has significantly significantly exponentially exponentially increased from where i was then Um, so I'm able to do everything I need to do for my daughter with ease. I'm able to do it. Um, and that gives me a sense of peace and a sense of pride. I am on the trajectory, blah, 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 blah. I'm on the trajectory that I always knew I would be on. Um, I'm headed in the direction that I've always worked really hard to head in. And now I'm starting to reap some of those benefits, But um, I do want to say it gets better. I want to continue saying that as a single mom, because at one point in time, I remember being suicidal. I remember feeling like I couldn't do this shit, like I didn't have any help or support. I remember how dark some of my days really were. That trauma, those feelings, I still remember exactly how I felt in those moments. It brings tears to my eyes, because I literally remember exactly how I felt in those moments. I remember feeling defeated, feeling miserable, and I remember specifically when that started to shift. I remember how good that felt. I remember moving into that new space. I remember sitting and praying, praying to God and having this conversation with myself, like, you know what? what? the fuck are you worried about? You can do this. And I have, and you can too. So there is light at the end of the tunnel. So please, please, please hold tight and just know that it does get better. Um... There are people, even if you don't feel like it, there are people rooting for you. There are people that are supporting you. I'm supporting you. I'm rooting for you. I am actively, actively, I'm about to sit on the board of a nonprofit and I am actively uh about to, really actively figuring out the best ways that I can advocate for single moms and I can create some type of network to support women who are having to go through life raising their children alone. Because the thing is, is like, in some ways single motherhood is rewarding in other ways it's very difficult and that's just parenthood in general like whether you're a single mom or not in some ways it's very rewarding in some ways it's just not but um some ways it's just hard you know and that's that's being a parent but actively exploring the ways in which I can create a support network and I'm about to start reaching out to people so godspeed really truly um it gets better and once again Sis, put him on child support and go live your life. Live your best life. Because whether he does what he's supposed to do or not, he wasn't doing what he was supposed to do before you put him on child support. If you put him on child support, he might start doing what he's supposed to do, he might not. But that's not the point. Legal accountability is a point. Accountability as a parent is a point. Uh, making a statement that, hey, I see what you do and don't do, and you need, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna let you just like not do what you're supposed to do in regard to our child. So I'm gonna leave you with that. I got to get up, shake around, but have a great morning and I'll talk to you guys later. Be easy.